This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Sports Fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Tuesday edition. We are in the midst of the high school football playoffs as they will crank up Friday night. But right now, we're going to talk hoops because we're not that far away from hoops. And with that in mind, MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt joins us. Coach, uh, thanks for joining us today. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, uh, a lot of crazy stuff's gone on since the last time we spoke. <laughs> um, it was getting crazy at that point in time. Um, I guess just kind of um, give us an update on where you guys are or what you've been able to do from a practice standpoint, um, going back to the summer, let's say. Sure, sure. Well, uh, you know, we were very fortunate uh, that our campus leadership, um, you know, with, with Dr. McPhee, uh, Chris Massaro, our board of trustees uh, led by Steve Smith, uh, were willing to, to let our guys and several other the athletic teams come back to campus uh, prior to the start of the fall semester, there were some campuses around the country that uh, that wasn't able to happen uh, because of COVID and the outbreak in their uh, communities and the risk that that brought at their particular uh, university. Uh, we were fortunate enough to bring our guys back about three weeks before practice, or excuse me, before the fall semester started, um, and and were able to start small group workouts since then. Uh, and we did small group workouts, meaning groups of about four, uh, for really a couple months, uh, really for August and for the most part of September. Uh, at the end of September, we were able to start doing uh, larger group workouts. And at around that time, the NCAA increased the amount of hours we could spend with our players per week. Normally in the off season, that is eight hours a week. And that eight hours is split up into four hours on the court and four hours off the court for weight training and conditioning. Uh, the NCAA around that time, because we missed all of last spring and most of the summer with our players, increased that eight hours to 12. And that additional four hours were all on the floor. So we went from uh, four and four as far as the hours to four and eight on the court. So we were able to start uh, some larger group workouts, spend about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, uh, in some cases two hours with our guys on the floor to start 
installing uh, team concepts on both sides of the ball, the offensive stuff, the defensive stuff, uh, starting to learn uh, and teach terminology to our new players. And so that, that additional four hours was really helpful considering uh, really every program around the country was behind where they normally are uh, for essentially October 1st uh, at that time because we missed such, uh, so many months in the spring and the summer. <clears throat> um, you know, I was talking with um, Coach Hensel not too long ago, and he goes, we were actually probably further ahead than uh, we have been most years. And, of course, I think they had a case um, that, you know, kind of sidetracked them there for mm-hmm. 10 days or a couple yeah. weeks. But um, do you feel good about the amount of time you've had Is it uh, since it is more? I do feel good about where we are. Obviously, uh, we're all trying to work ourselves into shape. We're all trying to deal with the, the uncertainty of scheduling. Uh, different programs are at different points based on how many returners they have. I think teams that return a large nucleus of uh, their team from the previous year will be ahead of those that have a lot of new players just because uh, with missed time, uh, as I mentioned a minute ago, in the spring and the summer, there are some programs uh, with, uh, with uh, returning veteran players that they kind of know what's expected. They, they know play calls. They, they know defensive philosophy and defensive schemes uh, that their team implements. Uh, teams that have a, a large turnover will be somewhat at a disadvantage because of that missed court time. So that extra time really helps. And then the other part to it is um, how well your team is able to um, go through COVID policies and guidelines, CDC guidelines with masking, social distancing, and, and, you know, some of it just being lucky too, you know, being lucky to where you're not around folks that, that have COVID and you're not exposing yourself or your team to that because with the current NCAA um, recommendations, you're, you're having to shut down your entire program for 14 days with any one person getting COVID that's considered in what they have termed your tier one of your program, tier one meaning players, coaches, managers, and GAs, folks that are you know really touching everybody every day. If anyone in your tier one of your program gets it or is diagnosed with COVID, uh, you have an entire program shut down for two weeks. And so for those programs that have already had that happen, uh, you're just further behind uh, the competition, and that's going to continue to happen throughout the course of the year. Uh, teams are going to be at an advantage because they haven't been out, and other teams will be at a disadvantage because they've been out once and in some cases multiple times uh, for, for 14-day quarantines. You know, um, you bring up something interesting there in that you with this COVID, I mean, you got to be lucky. You know, middle football team, They've been lucky. I think they're one of six teams that have played seven games across the whole country this year. Mm-hmm. At the same time, particularly in basketball, we hear this phrase a lot, they need to buy in. Well, buying in's even buying in more now because, as you said, you know, college students are college students. They, they want to hit the town. They want to go out to parties and things like that, but – um, if you want a season, they really got to buy into these guidelines. You're absolutely right, and it's it's uh, it's difficult. You know, I mean, the 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 normal 
college experience that most students and other student athletes are accustomed to. Uh, you know, you think about this time of year. Uh, we've got a, a home football game against Charlotte this upcoming weekend, and our players are used to uh, having a team tailgate and being able to hang around uh, with each other. And you got the Raider walk that the football team does across uh, the Grove and uh, over at Walnut Grove. So uh, being around the band and other students and the, the other student athletes and really just having some time to watch college football games leading up to your own home football game, those are things that uh, our players just aren't able to do this year. Uh, but in, in order to play basketball this year, uh, we're going to have to sacrifice those types of things and others in order to, to keep ourselves safe and, and uh, hopefully COVID-free. Um, you know, as you mentioned, they are uh, college-age students. So you're dealing with 18 to 22-year-olds and hoping that they can make uh, responsible and, and uh, mature decisions over and over uh, because that's what it's going to take in order for us to, to play as many games as possible this year. Well, it- we're joined today by MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt. Coach, you're a young coach, but there's one thing: even even an old fossil like Jim Beheim doesn't have anything on you uh, dealing with this COVID. There's no there's no handbook for it, is there? There is no handbook. You're absolutely right. And and whether it's uh, administration, uh, coaches, even the student athletes themselves. Uh, we're, we're all at the same point in, in experience with COVID. Uh, so whether you're a 20-year-old or a 65-year-old uh, athletic director uh, or administrator or a university president, uh, there is no handbook. We're, we've all been on the same timeline with COVID, so uh, we're, we're all trying to make uh, the best decisions as we can. We're joined today by Nick McDevitt, MTSU men's head basketball coach. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Street Murfreesboro is continuing the Take the Pledge Challenge to support locally owned businesses in the historic downtown. Plan to shop Small Business Saturday after Thanksgiving, November 28th, all day. Bring your family and friends downtown, eat, walk around, and find unique gifts for the holidays. Grab BizBucks $5 coupons to be used at participating shops downtown that day and the following week. Get your BizBucks at any Wilson Bank and Trust for small businesses in downtown Murfreesboro. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. We have a full line of laser procedures. Dr. Craig McCabe. As well, we offer the doctor brand of skin peels, as well as a full line of cosmetic pharmaceuticals. Make yourself look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. On Heritage Park Drive, behind SunTrust Bank. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. 
In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. State Farm Prep Basketball is back on News Radio WGNS. Tuesday night, we have the Siegel Green Hill basketball game. Green Hill, the new high school over in Wilson County in the Mount Juliet area. So we'll begin on radio and streaming from 6 to 7. Then we have Rick Stocks to live on the radio between 7 and 8. So we'll have that high school game on the stream and then back to radio and streaming for the conclusion of Siegel Green Hill Tuesday night, 6 o'clock on WGNS. Again, Again, Rick Stocks to Live will be on the air at 7 o'clock on Tuesday. Thursday night, it's primetime sports presented by Ideas Tees. Friday night, State Farm Prep Football. Pre-game at 6, kickoff at 7. It's Riverdale at Oakland. We'll have it for you. It's a quarterfinal game. The winner is in the semis. Saturday morning, it's the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. Nick McDevitt, MTSU men's basketball coach, joins us today. All right, Coach, we've talked to with you in the past. Blue Raiders certainly going to have a new look uh, this year. Um, granted, um, some returning players, but uh, the new look, you're going to be um, leaning on some of those guys pretty heavily. For sure, we'll be leaning on a lot of our players. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, it, particularly this year where – you may have, as we were mentioning a minute ago, portions of your season where you've quarantined. You you come back out of a 14-day quarantine, and obviously you're going to have players that are out of shape. And if you play heavy minutes uh, a day or two later in a basketball game, you run the risk of getting guys injured because there's just so much fatigue and uh, their, their muscles, their tendons, their ligaments aren't where they were when that quarantine started. And so having a deeper bench, uh, I think, will prove advantageous for a lot of teams. This year, uh, unlike in the past, we have uh, eligible bodies. You know, uh, uh, it was year one, we were dressing eight scholarship players. Uh, last year, we were dressing 10 scholarship players. Uh, this year, we're dressing all 13 scholarship players uh, plus uh, two walk-ons. So uh, all 15 guys on our roster are eligible to go in the games this year. Uh, we're um, a little bit bigger than we've been, uh, a little bit more athletic than we've been. I think we shoot the ball from top to bottom uh, as a team uh, better than we have. So uh, I like where our team is headed. We have nine new players effectively for the games. We set out five transfers last year. Uh, we've added three more transfers this year, all of which have gotten waivers in order to play immediately. And we've also added a, a freshman uh, out of Atlanta who's about 6'9", 6'10". 
So, uh, as I said, uh, effectively we've added nine new bodies uh, to our game day roster. So we're excited about the makeup of our team and, and what this team can become before the season's over. And, you know, you mentioned the, the depth, um, you know, in a year like this, I'm like you, uh, you know, you can't really put a price tag on that. I mean, some years a lot of coaches play seven guys and that bench really gets thin. But in a year like this, um, I think it, I think you've made a great point. Uh, the more bodies, the better. Absolutely. You know, it, it, you and I are just, you know, discussing it now. You, you have a lot of teams that uh, start out early in the season playing eight, nine, ten. And you start to kind of uh, stifle that down a little bit by the end of the, the year is uh, now you've got a seven or eight man rotation, and you just can't do that and 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 come off or be a little unlucky with a a COVID outbreak in your program or a quarantine and think that you can play seven or eight guys for forty minutes after they've been isolated and and having to quarantine in their apartments or in their dorms for a couple weeks. Uh, you're going to have to. You're, you're going to be forced to play deeper into your bench, and so uh, the the more guys that can get playing time and experience early in the season and, and kind of um, preparing, if you will, for the the, the possibility of, of having that happen when conference plays rolls around. Uh, once you come back out of that quarantine, uh, you can play a little bit deeper because you're just not going to be able to play guys 35 minutes in a 40 minute game. Uh, after after sitting for two weeks, um, you know I think anybody that watches college basketball, um, particularly the college game, um, they they will say you know you've got to have good guard play, particularly when you get to the postseason. Um, you've got s- several guards uh, on your roster now. Some that, as you mentioned, too set out last year. T- talk to us about your backcourt and how good you think this group can be? Because they're players that have had success at other programs. Uh, we're, uh, we're confident with our with the guys we have in the backcourt. I think uh, they bring different qualities, which is what you want. Uh, we've got a, a couple of guys that are uh, really strong on-ball defenders. Uh, got a couple guys that uh, have some length and, and the ability to knock down uh, outside shots. Uh, and we're a pretty experienced group. Uh, you think about Donovan Sims, um, Jace Johnson, Eli Lawrence, uh, who is a much improved player from last year. Uh, and then uh, we've got several transfer guards in uh, Brian Coffey, uh, Dontrell Schuler, Jordan Davis, uh, Jalen Jordan, Elias King, uh, who's a six seven six eight uh, wing from Mississippi State. Uh, so we we just uh, I feel like have a a good combination of guys that uh, can do different things from game to game when needed. Uh, if you need to put some length in the game, we have that. Uh, if, if you're needing to have strong on ball defenders, uh, which really you do every night, uh, we have that as well. So. Uh, I like our group. I, I do agree that you have to have strong guard play because uh, you just can't have uh, you can't turn the ball over a lot and think you're going to win very many games. And so, uh, obviously, the ball's in the guards' hands for most of the night. And so, uh, if your turnovers are down and you've got guys that can defend multiple positions on the other end, 
you're going to give yourself a, a pretty decent chance to win most nights. And you mentioned um, you, you're a little bigger this year. You've got the transfer from Northwestern. You mentioned the freshman, Christian, is it Fusel? Fussel. Fussel. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you got Tyson Jackson back as well. And, you know, DeAndre Dishman, a thick uh, kid who unfortunately had to set out two years, uh, is in the mix as well. So uh, how do you feel about your front court? Well, we're, we're very happy. Uh, yesterday we got the news that uh, Jared Jones has uh, got his waiver, will be eligible this upcoming season. Uh, so we do have just some size, some bodies around the basket that we just haven't had over the last couple of years. Uh, Jared is about 6'9", 6'10", about 240 pounds. Think about Tyson Jackson's about 6'8", 6'9", 245 pounds. Uh, DeAndre Dishman right now is about 6'6", 235, uh, upwards of 240. Uh, So we we just have uh, a little bit of girth uh, around the bucket to where, um, you you know, it's just not so easy to score around the basket. Uh, You think about the the power forward or the four spot, if you will. Uh, Christian Fussell can really shoot the ball at 6'9", almost 6'10", himself. And then Tyler Millen and uh, J.V. Milner, are two six 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 seven forwards that also stretch the floor, uh, but can give you a little bit of athleticism at the rim as well. So we we're deep in the, our our front court as well, uh, with a good mix of of guys that just uh, provide strength and size at the rim, but also skill guys that can stretch the floor for you on the offensive end. Coach, uh, let's talk about your schedule. Uh, you're opening up on the 25th. Tell us you're in a tournament in Florida. Tell us about that and some of your other games uh, that you play. Obviously, not playing quite as many non-conference games this year. That's right. Uh, we do start on December 25th, right uh, during Thanksgiving week. Uh, that's on a Wednesday. So we have three games in three days on November 25th, 26th, and 27th to start the season. Uh, it's a pretty good field uh, of ourselves. Akron, uh, who ended up winning the MAC last year, East Carolina, Indiana State, Austin P, Indiana, um, Austin P, East Tennessee State, um, Omaha, and Abilene Christian are uh, is currently the 18th field. Hopefully, uh, that remains steady uh, between now and then, and that's that ends up being our our tournament field. There have been a lot of tournaments that have had to replace teams uh, because of certain programs needing to, to drop out. And there's actually, even in our tournament, a couple of new teams over the last several weeks uh, due to uh, some other uh, programs having to, to withdraw from the tournament due to COVID restrictions and uh, travel-related issues. So uh, that's, that's how we'll open up. Uh, we also have Murray State. Uh, here at home, uh, once that term is over, we've got UT Chattanooga at home, Ole Miss at home. Uh, we're, we're playing uh, Bellarmine, which is a, a team up in Louisville, uh, twice. Uh, we're going to play them both home and home, and those will be back-to-back games. Uh, we're doing that uh, for for uh, the biggest reason is because, for one, well, two big reasons, for one, uh, it, it's a game that we could, uh, both of us could get to one another without traveling through an international airport uh, and uh, giving ourselves further exposure uh, to COVID. 
but because we're going to play back-to-back games in our conference play, we wanted to have kind of a dry run, if you will, even though it would be in a, a regular season contest, of playing the same opponent in back-to-back games in our non-conference. Uh, once we start league play, we're, we're going to play that same opponent, now, albeit when we get to conference play at the same team at the same location. Uh, but it's going to be uh, that second game, you know, you're going to be a whole lot more familiar with uh, the, your opponent, their plays, their, their style, their system, um, both on the personnel side, but also from a, an overall standpoint of what they're trying to do on offense and defense. So uh, having uh, a dry run, as I said earlier, of doing that versus a team before you get into league play, we felt like was pretty important. And so we were able to get that, that series scheduled. So you're telling me, let's say you go to um, FAU. Uh, typically, you would play FAU on a Thursday. You would play FIU on a Saturday or vice versa, whichever it may be. Um, if you go to FAU, you're going to play them, what, on a, a Thursday, Saturday, a Friday, Saturday? Don't know yet. Uh, right now, it is Thursday, FAU. Saturday, FAU. Uh, that could change. Right now our league is discussing whether or not to make that Friday, Saturday. Two games in two days. Uh, right now it's the same opponent at the same location, two games in three days being Thursday, Saturday. And then the following week we would play FIU at home on Thursday and Saturday and neither team travel. Um it, it it really just prevented that mid that middle uh, that Friday that day in between the two games on the road of not having uh, more travel uh, for possible COVID exposure, but also the expense. You know, it's a it's an additional flight. Uh, it's another bus that you've got to to get on the road. So uh, those are things that that uh, our league felt was important. Uh, not not only from a health and safety concern, but also from a financial concern to reduce travel. So at this point, we don't play any teams in Texas this year in league play. We will not play UTEP, North Texas, Rice, or UTSA, either home or away. So we will have, for an 18-game schedule, there are four opponents we will play two games on the road. There are four other opponents we will play two games at home. That gets us to 16. Then everybody in the league, you will play your travel partner. For us, that is obviously UAB. You will play your travel partner both home and away. So you'll end up getting uh, an 18-game schedule with nine being at home, nine on the road, and the only opponent you will play both home and away is your travel partner. The thought process there obviously is, Generally speaking, since you are considered travel partners, you're close to each other. So FIU and FAU can travel pretty easily back and forth, us and UAB, Marshall and Western Kentucky, uh, and so on and so forth, La Tech, Southern Miss. So uh, that will be the only team you play uh, both home and away. And for us, not having to travel to uh, Texas, uh, it, it regionalizes your schedule. So, again, to try to give you as many opportunities as possible to travel uh, on a charter bus as opposed to a, a commercial airplane. We're joined today by MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt. Um, coach, um, let me ask you this. Um, 
are there windows built in? I mean, let's say a team um, gets quarantined for 14 days and misses four games. Uh, will those games be made up? Are they case by case, or are there no makeups? There's potential for makeup. Right now, we do have an open week. It's uh, the week in between the last currently scheduled regular season conference games and the start of the Conference USA tournament. There is an open week to move uh, any games that get canceled due to COVID. If more than, than two get canceled, more than one series, in other words, uh, you're just going to lose the games. Uh, you, there, there's nowhere else to move uh, just because we are playing every week except for that last week um, once the regular season and conference play starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really uh, that was a driving factor in the NCAA uh, granting all basketball players this year really a waiver in that they are not using a year of eligibility by playing this year. So uh, because there is anticipation that we, you'll miss quite a few games this year. Already we're playing a smaller schedule because of COVID, uh, but with COVID outbreaks around the country uh, that could happen during the season, you're going to miss games. You could miss four games with your own team uh, having one person with coronavirus. Well, as soon as you get out of quarantine, you're getting ready to, you might play a game or two, and then your next upcoming opponent uh, has an outbreak in their team. So now you miss more games. Uh, so you could foresee how you could miss quite a few games. So uh, let's take, for example, Donovan Sims. You could have someone who's uh, going into their senior year and already down three or four games than what they normally play. You could miss, you know, four, five, six, shoot, even ten because of COVID. And now if you have somebody like Donovan that you, you turn an ankle and miss two or three more because of a small injury, well, now your senior season consisted of an eight – you played eight games and, and burned a year of eligibility. And for someone like him, what would have been his last year of eligibility. And so now his senior year uh, was an eight-game schedule for him. Uh, so the NCAA has said that uh, this year uh, all players will be able to play without burning a year of eligibility. Well, Coach, it looks like it's going to be a crazy ride. <laughs> I think it already has been. I think it's going to uh, continue to be for sure. Um, you know, I, and I think uh, what we have to understand is uh, everybody's trying to figure out a way to safely play. You know, um, it, one of the easier things could have been to, uh, I, I guess I shouldn't say easy, it had been a difficult decision, uh, but you could pull the plug. Uh, but folks are around the country from the NCAA level, from conference levels, uh, but also on individual institutional campuses, uh, presidents and ADs are trying to figure out a way to allow these student athletes to do what they love to do, which is to, to play and be on that court. And so we're very appreciative of that. It's going to be crazy, as you said. At times it won't be fair. It won't be equitable. Uh, but we're, we're trying to figure out a way to play. And, uh, you know, as I said, we're, we're appreciative of all the hard work that folks around the country are doing uh, to allow us to do that. All right, Coach. Well, great to catch up with you. Look to, forward to talking to you soon. Good luck to the Blue Raiders. 
Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All righty. Thank you, Coach. That's MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt joining us today. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. An exclusive look at Rutherford County weather from our own meteorologist. WGNS Weather Eye Forecast is on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. Heavy traffic continues to flow from Davidson County back into Rutherford on 24 eastbound up by Bell Road in that construction. Just busy down Sam Ridley right now as expected back towards Smyrna. Still looks pretty good actually on Memorial coming past the airport. Jurassic Quest drive through the first ever drive through dino family experience. It's in its final week at the Nashville Super Speedway. Check it out. It's really neat for the whole family. JurassicQuest.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hey folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup and score. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee wins. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play by play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? 
Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's start off with Blue Raider basketball. The men's basketball team gearing up for an exciting and unique season in 2021, and the Blue Raiders have a big home matchup against the Ole Miss Rebels coming on December 16th. And normally, we would be anticipating a very large crowd for this home game, but due to COVID-19, we've been forced to reduce arena capacity this season to just 15% or 1,725 fans per game. Both basketball teams will be feeling the effects of reduced capacity home crowds all season, but it will especially be noticeable for this high-profile game. So we believe there's still a way to sell out Murphy Center for this highly anticipated game and for you to show your support for basketball student-athletes. As a way to virtually generate support, the Blue Raiders will be hosting a virtual ticket sellout benefiting the Middle Tennessee Athletic Department by helping mitigate the loss of revenue due to the COVID-19 pandemic. All fans can purchase virtual tickets to the men's basketball game against Ole Miss and former head coach Kermit Davis for just $10 each as a donation. Fans will receive a souvenir commemorative ticket for each virtual ticket that's purchased. Although this is not a physical ticket for fans to come out and support in person, these virtual tickets will allow you to show your support for the Blue Raiders during this unprecedented time. Fans are encouraged to purchase multiple tickets to help virtually pack Murphy Center to its full capacity of 11,520. The fundraising campaign is being launched with the goal of helping Blue Raider Athletics combat, combat revenue shortfalls and unanticipated expenses related to COVID-19. The money raised from these virtual tickets will help provide student-athletes with a first-class education and competitive future in their respective sports. Virtual tickets can be purchased by following a link on GoBlueRaiders.com and uh, hope to see you in the stands virtually for the Ole Miss game. Well, we brought you some sad news uh, last week and gave you a few more details yesterday, but uh, to repeat, the uh, Blue Raider Nation has lost one of its all-time greats as former player Robert Cat-Eye Taylor passed away last week at the age of 49. Taylor played basketball for the Blue Raiders from 1989 until 1993 and put up numbers that were unmatched by anyone in Blue Raider history at the time. When his total of 1,622 points stood as the program record up until 2010 uh, when he... Uh, when he passed Kerry Hammonds, but uh, coming up later, Boogie Yates ended up surpassing uh, Cat Eye and became the all-time leading scorer, and Giddy Potts also passed uh, Cat Eye Taylor, but he still to this day remains number three all-time in scoring for the Blue Raiders. You can find out his funeral information. It will be coming up on Thursday and Friday in Memphis, visitation on Thursday and the funeral service on Friday in his hometown of Memphis, Tennessee. And speaking of sad notes in the basketball program, longtime Middle Tennessee athletic supporter, and in particular just huge basketball fan, Dr. Fred Loveless, passed away overnight. Fred had been around a long, long time and uh, lived an incredible life. Uh, two of the, the, the biggest loves of his life outside of, uh, of his lovely wife were supporting the Blue Raiders and running. He put on many miles. And matter of fact, there's an annual race that has his name uh, as part of it. Fred Loveless, uh, Dr. Fred, uh, we like to call him, set right down for me at all the home basketball games and will certainly uh, be missing him when uh, the season tips off next week. That's it for today, folks. We'll have another update for you coming tomorrow.
All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to you today by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Right now, one in three drivers is cruising around in a state of skepticism about just how much value their car insurance company is delivering. If you're one of them, I can help you get to a better state. I will talk with you, listen to you, and put together a policy that has you written all over it. From cost to coverage, all backed by 24-7 customer support. Then give me a call, State Farm Agent Deb Insel in Shelbyville at 931-684-5274 and officially get to a better state with State Farm. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Always enjoy the hoops with Coach McDevitt. All right, let's look at the high school playoff pairings. Uh, Dobbins Bennett at Marable. Interesting thing about that, Dobbins Bennett and Cleveland were supposed to play Friday night. They did not. Just said COVID um, postponement or cancellation. Evidently, a player at um, McMahon County had tested positive, but had not been around either players. Um, he went with his parents to the game in separate a separate vehicle. I don't know. I don't know if the protocol got done right or what but anyway Dobbins Bennett was uh, was awarded the win and quite frankly McMinn County was you know probably the favorite in that to be honest with you but anyway it'll be Dobbins Bennett at Maribel it will be Riverdale at Oakland that means um winner will advance to probably play Maribel if it's Oakland it'll be at home if it's Riverdale it will be at Maribel uh, either way, Rutherford County will have a team in the semifinals for the 26th time in the last 27 years. Pretty impressive. Franklin at Brentwood. Uh, Brentwood with a dramatic rally to beat Independence last week. And Franklin, the number four seed who beat Smyrna pretty good in the first round, wins a thriller over Ravenwood. And I don't think anybody saw that one coming. And in the other game in the West, it's Bartlett at Collierville. Uh, last week, Oakland 49, Mount Juliet 17. Um, it was pretty much uh, pure carnage. Patriots had their way this year. Riverdale 27, Hendersonville 14. Hard-fought contest. So the Warriors move on. The University of School at Jackson. They beat uh, MTCS 49-14, to thus ending the Cougars' season. They made it to the Final Eight under interim coach 
B.J. Robertson, and uh, would think that interim tag will be removed soon. Should have already been uh, removed, so who knows? You never know. Um, so, again, Riverdale to Oakland, Battle of the Borough Part 2. Um, last time, um, Oakland won 30-7. to seven. It was 9-7 to seven right before half, and Oakland hit a, a, a big, about a 45-yard pass on the final play of the game. I mean, of the half, and went up 16-7. to uh, Riverdale had a good drive going. They uh, killed themselves with a couple penalties. Uh, never really did a lot after that. Oakland added a couple touchdowns, and thus they won 30-7. to So, um, in many regards, that score was a little closer than it looked. Uh, both teams are playing extremely well, uh, particularly defensively. Um, it's going to be a battle of uh, who turns it over the least uh, and can Riverdale slow Oakland down. You know, they they, they, they did in some regards uh, the first time they played. Um, so, be a fun Friday night. Um, next week, uh, Thanksgiving weekend is always the semifinals. If it is Oakland and Maryville, again, it'll be right here at Ray Hughes Stadium out at Oakland High School. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. Uh, We'll take a break and be right back. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.